Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cybersecurity Happy Hour podcast. This is episode 10 and in this podcast episode I'm going to be talking about the cyber risk management process. Now why do we need uh, a cyber risk management process? Why is it important to organizations? And I'm going to really explain this. So I'm going to start off with the process and then look at um, the, the different steps. And I'm going to round off with looking at the NIST cybersecurity framework. Okay, so as an organization, you are going to encounter or have cyber risks. Now, the question here is how do you manage those risks? And cyber risk management ensures that companies, organizations can manage this risk, existing risk or even new risk. And how does it do this? Well, you would have a process in place, a cyber risk management process in place so that you can what analyze and mitigate the risks that come into your environment. And once you've analyzed this, you can also deal with it through conducting cyber risk assessments. Of course, you need to understand where this risk are come from, the threat landscape. So unfortunately, they're numerous, but I want to just mention a few. So you're going to have cyber, you may have cyber attacks. Uh, you may have, of course, malware uh, coming from various sources into your environment. Uh, you may have um, vulnerabilities from your web applications. If you do not secure your uh, infrastructure, you may have data breaches, for, probably from SQL injection and, and many more. I'm not trying to scare you here, but this is just a reality of things that an organization needs to be aware of. So as an organization, you need to understand really what, what your risk appetite is, your risk posture, okay? And then really try to identify the needs of the business and organizational needs and objectives of the business. All right, so that's all well and good. Now, the question is, how do I start to conduct some kind of cyber risk management? Now, you need to know what you have, the value of your assets, and so that you can uh, apply the adequate controls in protecting those assets. So you're going to have information assets, you're going to have uh, possibly some physical assets. So your assets could be, your physical assets can be your computers, you know, your, your, uh, your routers, those are the physical aspects. Then you have your information assets. Now your information assets is probably your data. Okay. Now with your data stored in your servers, again, that depends on what kind of data you store. Uh, you have some kind of uh, propriety, intellectual property, which might be of value to a competitor or something else or uh, another organization. So knowing what these assets are, uh, then you understand what is the value to somewhere else. As I, I did mention competitor, but also to cyber criminals that will want to target your organization. You need to, of course, list what your concerns are by looking at your data, your asset register. What are your concerns are? 
So you're gonna have to probably put that in your list so that it may be addressed. Then you need to develop a strategy. When I mean strategy, uh, strategies are usually developed with via top management. So you need to develop a strategy. So let's look at, so this might be, so since I'm talking about cyber uh, risk management, primarily that role might fall within the security department of your organization. I can also outsource this to a consultant. So for me personally, my day-to-day -day job involves different things and that include conducting risk assessment and cyber risk assessments. That would be the first thing you do. So one, develop a strategy on how you're going to deal with the risk within your organization. So now, secondly, you might, okay, the second step is uh, look at historical data. You need to look at the kind of risk you've addressed, your organizations have addressed in the past. Okay, so you need to do, you need to look at what, what have we done? What controls do we have in place? Uh, and how have we managed this in the past? Has this been successful? Uh, and then you need to other consider uh, other resources such as uh, what processes, understand your processes, understand your human resources, the technology that your organization uses. Uh, and this will all help in developing your strategy for your cyber risk management. Identify the threats that can take advantage of your weaknesses or your vulnerabilities. So the key thing here is you need to identify your vulnerabilities and then you can say, okay, then these are the vulnerabilities and these are the threats, threats that might take advantage of the vulnerabilities. Now, one of the, some of the threats or some of the vulnerabilities are your organization may not patch uh, on a timely basis or default uh, credentials, weak passwords, maybe on your servers. So you need to kind of document what these vulnerabilities are and just have an understanding of what a threat actor may take advantage of what's going to be interested in them. What are my weaknesses? Of course, um, I'm making it sound so easy, but this is really comprehensive work, especially if it's the first time you're conducting undergoing some kind of risk, cyber risk management for your organization is to identify what the impact will be. So what's the, again, you're going to look at the likelihood of this happening, the likelihood of this incident uh, happens such as the likelihood of the threat taking uh, advantage of a vulnerability. So really all that will come under your risk analysis. So what's the likelihood here? You're going to calculate what the likelihood is here. Okay. They need to balance again, have a, have a, a balance between what's the likelihood is going to be and what's the impact is going to be. So it's, it's going to be like the Im likelihood times the impact. Then you de definitely start to understand the risk. So likelihood times impact equals risk. Next step is for your cyber risk assessor. So again, that entity that's carrying out this risk uh, assessment is to identify any mitigation. So what do you have? What controls do you have in place? This is uh, usually done after the risk have been identified. Now you can examine your existing controls to see if they're fit for purpose, or you may need to, or probably implement new controls. So I'm talking about really technological controls.
uh, may be in place to mitigate against this risk. Now, I, have you noticed I've not said uh, we're going to eliminate all risk. I just said, well, you've got risk. You want to reduce this risk really to an acceptable level for your organization, depending on your risk appetite. So there may be some residual risk left over after these controls are implemented after after you've planned for them, after you've planned for the implementation. Now, the next step is, now I've just really given an overview of this, just for the listener to have an overview of cyber risk, the uh, management process. Now, you are going to start off, before applying controls, you're going to have some kind of, uh, uh, it's called total risk, or sometimes known as inherent risk. Now, once you've applied uh, a control, which is a part of the risk treatment, you are you may be left with residual risk. Now, you have to decide, okay, then this leftover risk, what are we going to do with it? Who's going to sign it off? Now, of course, it would depend on that department where that risk has been identified. Okay, so uh, you may decide to, an option may be, okay, we're going to do a risk assessment again, or maybe that residual risk may be signed off. Okay. Now, we also have to remember there may be opportunities as well. Okay, so even though I'm talking about, it seems like the doom and gloom, but sometimes there may be opportunities that may need to be identified as part of this process. Now, as part of your risk treatment options, okay, you must, okay, with this part of the residual risk, we are going to apply some uh, risk treatment options by outsourcing uh, or outsourcing to a third party, you might decide to take uh, insurance uh, against that residual risk. Now, as you're listening, please do not forget about protecting your data while in transit and to continue to maintain your privacy. Now, we have an affiliate link with uh, affiliation with NordVPN. And what does this mean? It means that you can get NordVPN using, uh, you're going to get 70% off and a month free if you use the coupon code INTECHCYBER. And so we give you, you, you give you a month off. So all the links, so you look at the show notes, I'm going to put the links in there for you to take advantage of this fantastic deal because of course you know we know that we have cyber criminals trying to snoop through your data so you need to really protect this we don't want you to cry you don't want to be crying afterwards so use the coupon code intech cyber the hyperlink uh, will be there as well so i really started off kind of given the explanation maybe it, it might seem a bit more generic so if you really want to do this in a formalized way there are different frameworks you can use as as guidance and one of the more uh, popular ones is the nist Cybersecurity framework and this will help uh, in providing a strategy or plan in order for you to uh, address or s- support your risk management process so the nist Cybersecurity framework and within this framework, there are various categories or various activities that you can follow. Now, the first one, according to the cybersecurity in this framework, again, similar to what I did mention before, 
is that you have to start, start by identification. So you need to identify again, the risk to your systems, again, your assets, again, your data. So this is really the formalized way. Okay. So if you go to the NIST website, you, you have to get that guidance document. So you start off with this assessment, identify what your assets are. Okay. So again, with you, you were going to have numerous assets, but you're really looking at what is critical to your organization. So that's the first step. Now, according to the NIST cybersecurity framework, the second part is, or the second step is protecting. Okay. So you need to what? implement controls or safeguards to protect these critical assets you have identified in the previous step okay so you're gonna you're gonna apply controls and some of these controls could be understanding what access that's been granted access or privileges been granted to your data and then of course once this is done you obviously need to keep your your staff are aware of these protections so the, in order for you to do that you need to what ed, to train them and provide awareness to your staff so that you're gonna have to have some kind of plan to educate them now the first step according to the NIST cybersecurity framework is the detection so you need to of course have controls such that will help you to detect any anomalies and these threats and sometimes and how do you detect you're going to have some kind of let's say an ips or the ids that will send an alert to an administrator so that if any risk identified it can alert and then it can be addressed as soon as possible determine or that well, again this is determined on how that risk has been kind of categorized so you're going to need ongoing monitoring so the thing about risk management is not that we've done it once and we go back it is an ongoing process and it also helps with again incident to detect incidents at the early stage now what's next respond remember i'm still, I'm still aligning this to this to this framework okay so you need to respond let's say uh, an incident has happened Okay, or some kind of breach has been detected. Now the organization needs to have performed some kind of response. This you would have a team already, an incident response team already prepared, trained, have a plan already. The purpose is uh, is to early detection, communicate to those who need to know. That includes possibly the uh, department affected. You might need to communicate to your stakeholders. You need to analyze, uh, you also need to probably mitigate that incident to reduce the impact. And then the last stage of the cybersecurity risk, uh, uh, cybersecurity NIST framework is recover. Depend on how much you've been affected or impacted by an incident, you will need to, of course, recover from those incidents. You're gonna have a plan in place. You need to have uh, a step-by-step -step plan to recover so that you can reduce those incidents from reoccurring uh, re again. So you're going to have some kind of recovery plan. Now the recovery plan could be vast, depending on the deficiencies that were identified initially. So you might want to create new, po update new policies or 
maybe if your policies were not fit for purpose then you may need to whatever review them or create brand new ones and again with any sort of changes you would obviously need to communicate uh, and share those new updated policies so i'm just kind of giving you an overview of cyber risk management process and uh, process okay so that's all i have for you today and i really want to really thank you for listening to this podcast and as always i hope you found this information useful and you stay tuned for more in the future please make sure you subscribe and if you have any comments or questions you can please leave your comments and i will respond to your comments i love i always love to hear from you you can follow us on instagram and cyber secure happy happy or you can contact us our information is on the show notes take it easy until next time